Welcome once again my good friend to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End chat. Everything about Glasgow's West End. My name's Jim Byrne and Pat and the title is Pat Byrne. And this is episode 58. This is a, a weekly special episode where I chat to Pat and she tells me what she's been up to and what's ahead in Glasgow and Glasgow West End. It's a pack chat as usual. Uh, I'm just going to pull out one highlight from this list I have in front of me. West End writer D.D. Cuddyhay, We Guide to Porridge. So we'll be chatting about porridge, that's for sure. And lots more. If you're enjoying the episode or if you're enjoying the podcast as usual, stick a five star on your iTunes review. Nice comments, always welcome, and get in touch, we would uh, love to hear from you. Either pat at glasgowestend.co.uk, or preferably via the Twitter, excuse me, which is at Glasgow's West End. Okay, let's get down to the chat. Okay, Pat. Welcome to another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. Hi Jim. How are you doing? <laughs> a bit tired. <laughs> I'm a bit, a bit sleepy. Mm-hmm. I've been busy, busy. Busy, busy week. Yeah, it has. So, how do we look for a, a new West End fact earlier on? Right. Because I haven't got any left in my list. So I've got this... Um, Everybody knows where the Kibble Palace came from. Mm-hmm. Where did it come from, Pat? Cove. Did it? Coalport, Coalport I, I read. Well, Coalport's right beside Cove. Right, on Loch Long. It was originally uh, John Kibble's conservatory. Right, that'd be right. I knew it was down that way. <laughs> I think he gifted it. Uh, I don't know if he gifted it to Glasgow. University or the park, I can't remember. But that was in 1873, but that's not my uh, West End fact. It's, it's not. Because I want to just say something about John Kibble himself, who was a Victorian entrepreneur and eccentric, because he was uh, one of his early passions was for photography. And he used... He, his camera was so big... He had a huge camera that it had to be moved around using a horse and cart. So My goodness. <laughs> <coughs> that let him practice. That let him practice for, for um, moving the Kibble Palace up. Oh, that's right, of course. I, I mean, he was a bit of a strange character. Mm-hmm. He also had a, a floating bicycle. A floating bicycle? Yeah, I used to, yeah. He used to bicycle across the walk along because he had his bicycle on floats. My goodness, that's amazing. Other things, I can't remember the other things, but that's, that's, that's one thing I remember. So how was it they got the Kibble Palace up to Glasgow? I think they did float it up on the River Clyde. Mm-hmm. A big boat, I suppose. Amazing, I love it. I love the Kibble Palace. Yeah, so yeah. That's you got some nice photos of it recently when we went along to the, the Glasgow you know when the place oh, was all lit up that's right aye. 
Yeah, no, the kibble's lovely. And it's nice to go in because it's always nice and warm in the wintertime. You're right. Okay, so that's this week's West End fact. Good. What have you been up to, Pat? Well, um, doing some things in the West End, some things not in the West End. Um, Went over um, the other night with Michael and John and Ryan. We went to Oro, the pizzeria on the south side. That was that Michael was 50. So he was away when it was his birthday and was going out with his pals and all that to celebrate. So we just had a wee family um, dinner there. Now, it was absolutely gorgeous. I'd read about it because Oro has been um, on the list that the Italian government made up of the world's 70 top pizzerias. So I thought, well, that's worth checking out. It's it's a beautiful restaurant, really very, very attractive, but the food was gorgeous. They they had, um, the three of them had pizzas, and they were huge. I thought, how are they going to eat all of But they they all ate every bit. I had um, mushroom tagliatelle with truffle. I love anything with truffle in it. Mm -hmm. It was so delicious. And are you in regular contact with the Italian government to check these things out? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Do they keep in touch with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Red like that. That's me and my fingers stuck together. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, I just read about it. Mm -hmm. It was very nice. So, um, other big birthday that I um, helped celebrate was Nancy Smiley shop turned 30. So, so I went along... um, they had Prosecco and the bowls and birthday cake and, of course, all the, the stuff were on. Um, so it was very nice. It's a lovely shop. And I took a really, really nice photograph of Basha and Ola, the two Polish right. workers. Well, you've had a relationship with that shop and the staff in it for a long, long time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, I think I built their first website, is that right? Mm-hmm. Well, I was, funnily enough, I was speaking to Lindsay, who does their website now. Um, they had, way, way back, not long after we had our website, which is almost 20 years, I had been on Nancy Smiley's site, and I've never, ever done this before, but the shop was so beautiful and the site was so drab that I said to Nancy, you know, that they could have a much brighter, mm-hmm. m- m- more um, effective website. And we did a website for them then right. to take over. It was all, I remember every page was a very dull brown right. and and you couldn't, could hardly read. Yeah, well, they had such things. nice things, you know, they didn't yeah. seem... Well, I remember, yeah, from what I can remember, I've got the worst memory in the moment, that they weren't really represented on the site very well. It wasn't. I mean, I've never ever said that to anybody before, but I knew, I just felt, this is a shame, you know, they're not getting um, properly shown off. So, yeah, we did that. Um, anyway, I, I, I enjoyed it. it. It made me think as well, you know, about all these um, European people living that have come over from Europe, all the, the nationals to live in Glasgow and different places. So many people 
are already thinking about going home. Yeah, I was reading about that, yeah. Because the, because the, the everything's so, un, so uncertain. And looking at, well, Basha's been here for a long, long time, so I'm sure she'll be fine, but I was thinking about that, that other young women and all the students that want to stay. It's a, it's a damn sin, you know, of the... Um, you know, I've been reading quite a lot of people that they're married and get children here and they've been refused. Well, that's what you get when you get a right-wing Tory government and don't give a sh- sh- shit about anybody. It's terrible, it really is. So, Apart anyway, but, but we had a nice celebration of the birthday anyway and the photograph of Basha and Dola, I put it up on... Um, on Facebook, so there have been quite a lot of sharing and people liking it from, you know, quite a lot of Polish names, as you can oh, imagine. Okay. Did you see it? No, I never. I mean, i seen the picture. I thought uh, the picture was fantastic. Oh, they're, they're, it was just an absolutely lovely photograph. Two beautiful-looking women, of course. Mm-hmm. So, no, that was nice. And um, so Eileen Reed, what's up? She's going to be on our next podcast um, I've known Eileen for a long, long time, um, from, oh gosh, the 70s when I went to Clybank College. So I met Eileen there, but actually I had not seen her since then. So it's great, social media is great for kind of... Um, so Eileen Reed's the daughter of, of Jimmy, Jimmy Reed, Reed the famous socialist union leader. Yeah. And the Clyde. That's right. It was the um, Jimmy Reid that, that had the the upper Clyde working. Yeah. Which was absolutely fantastic. And of course, all these wonderful speeches. And then he was rector of Glasgow University, and had that. But um, it was a I, I was I spoke about this a bit on the on the podcast because um, I knew knew he was. You know, before he was famous, kind of a thing, because there was such a strong communist, um, the councillors in Clyde Bank. Yeah, I do remember. When was that? That in the nineteen seventies. Yes, late late sixties. Sixties and sixties and seventies. It was um, probably first of all in the sixties because John Smith. He was a councillor, Jock Smith, as he was known, him and his wife, Netta. They were our upstairs neighbours. So, and then my dad, his oldest brother, who was also called Jock, Jock Young, he was married to Finlay Hart's sister. And Finlay Hart was another big figure in the Communist Party in Clydebank. So they used to be kind of about our house and um, the... um, Jimmy Reid, of course, was younger, but also I worked for a wee while in the Pine Trees Hotel and he used to come in there, used to um, come in there for a, for a pint. But um, so I kind of knew... Her mum um, and the, her mother's side of the family were pretty well known as well as musicians, the Swanky Sisters. Oh, right. So she has a, a very interesting background. Right, right. What and, is Eileen doing now? Well, she, she writes for the Scottish Review... And that's sort of a sort of cultural magazine, online magazine for all all things Scottish. A fabulous writer. Mm-hmm. So so, but I think the people will enjoy the podcast. It's very interesting. Well, probably come out next week, She's, maybe or the uh, week after. Yeah, probably next week. Next week. It's very um, 
very likable person and very in- interesting person. So um, I think I, I enjoyed seeing her, seeing her a lot. It was super. So um, yeah, that was good. And um, she she writes on the Scottish Review, but she's going to blog on the site. Oh right, okay. Good. So um, and I suggested that to her, and we'll just take um, kind of some of what she's talking about in the Scottish Review. And that that will make up the blog, and then I'll link back to them because mm. she it tends to write sort of three different sections. Okay. Have you ever read it? I haven't seen it. Um, you should have a look at it, Jim. You'd recognise some of the writers as well. Um, it's a shame because it is fabulous editor Kenneth Roy, and and he died recently, and um, in the in fact. I'll show you where it is. I just read. He wrote when he was dying. It sounds very morbid, but actually it's it's very enjoyable. Um, well, maybe enjoyable's not the right word, but it's very, very interesting and fabulous writing. When he was he knew he was dying, he decided to write. Mm-hmm. So he, he wrote, wrote from the sort of hospital. All of it is experience, right. but it is 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 a fabulous writer, and it's just um, his mindset was brilliant, you know, just really brilliant. So they all, they're all missing him a lot. So <laughs> I'm on a sad theme because the um, of course this week we went down to the borders to Jean Aitken's funeral. That's my um, sister's mother-in-law. She was 95. I'd seen her just the week before, actually, when I'd gone down to Bigger. Um, absolutely wonderful woman. She was just really terrific. It was a very, very... Um, it was a very nice funeral, wasn't it? It was, I. So, so sad about Jane, but great to live to that age. And her, um, so she was 95, and her husband just died earlier in the year. And he was older, Tom was older. He, you know, it's only months ago since he died. It was fantastic two people living. I think they were married for 71 years. Yeah, that's right. They were tremendous. Well, it was good that they both lived so long. And, you know, yeah, and in their own together, house. Their own house yeah. You know, she, was, she um, had gone into a care home. I think she was only there a fortnight. But lots of happy memories of visiting them down in Peebles. It was a lovely wee town, and yeah. they 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 um had a very I don't know how to put it um the the real part of of that that town because they owned the butcher shop and and so on and I had done for years yeah, and years. Yeah, kids were uh, very much involved in the kind of farming community. And, is that right? Yeah, mm-hmm. well, Dean, um, her youngest son, Dean. Alistair is is married to my sister. They, they live in Canada. Dean and his wife Dale, they live in in the borders. And he's a very well known shepherd, and breeds. He's on telly sometimes. You know, right. he breeds these amazing sheep that sell for about forty thousand pounds and whatnot. So he's got a flock of seven hundred sheep at the moment. So it's a whole other world. 
It's a whole, a whole other world. Um, yeah, and then we, so we went to visit the McGreevies, so that That's was nice with um, John and Ryan. I hadn't seen them for a wee while. It's always nice to catch up with the McGreevies. The McGreevies. The, 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 the McGreevies. So that was fun. Yeah, I met Andrew in, uh, in Claybank when I was at Claybank College. I don't know when that would have been. 1980s? I don't know. 1970s? I can't remember. And I met him because he played the saxophone. I don't know if you remember that. Is that right? It, it, would, it would be in the, um, the 70s, Jim. Right. Yeah, because I played music even back then and uh, I don't remember what if I had any kind of formal band or anything at that point. I can't actually remember. But that's uh, Well, he was, a, he was a student and I was a student and mm -hmm. both interested in music. That's how I got to know. They, should, they shouldn't have given up the saxophone. No, that's true. I think he's got, they've got a lovely family, uh, Ray and Dallas and Ray Cal. And Ryan and Cal got on so well. Of course, they're both keen on the football. Yeah, that's right. And Suzanne, of course, was an artist, uh, still is an artist. What's <laughs> uh, her painting up there? Yeah, painting on one of them. <laughs> I love her. A couple love of paintings in this house, actually, that she did. And when we had the big... Um, big flat up in Glasgow Street. Remember when we had the launch uh, we did a, did of we the website? We did an exhibition uh -huh. in their house. We had a huge party. Suzanne's, um, uh, all of Suzanne's pictures? Yeah, that right? that's actually on the website, the launch party for the, the website. And because we were having all these people, we thought that Suzanne could have an exhibition. That's right. Uh, and she saw quite a lot of the our um, pictures. Yeah, it's very talented. Paintings. Very, very good. She yeah. actually also did uh, the artwork for my last C official Innocent. CD release. Innocent. That's right, The Innocent. Yeah, so I love that cover. I love Just that. Just look up on internet, Jim Byrne music CD, The Innocent, you'll see the, the artwork she did for it. I love that cover. It's, it's great. It's like a beach, isn't it? Is it? It's so... Very different take on the beach. That's her style. You'll see that. Yeah, that's that's good. So, so I've not been. Um, well, I was along at um, Nancy Smiley's um, party. I've not been in the West End as much as usual, um, because I was also down in Baloch with Anne. We went to Loman Shores, just um, had a coffee down there. It's very, very different down there. Um, usually we'd be there in the summertime and looking over at the um, Maid of the Loch and whatnot. But um, so it was dark and cold and um, very, very different um, feel to it. But nice to catch up with Anne. And um, then today we went along to the Christmas market at... Binnicombe Street. Yeah, which is part of the lighting up of the Christmas tree down there. That's yeah. quite a recent thing, isn't it? It's only the last mm -hmm. few years that that's mm -hmm. been an event. I think it's the Visit West, part of the Visit West End sort yeah. of um, initiative. Yeah, it's nice to see the, the, the Christmas tree. And it was, the, the market was, the, the stalls were absolutely lovely. Of course, it's the local shops like Papyrus and the Janet and John and the Nancy Smiley shop and 
Then they had some um, shops there for charity, for like the Beatson. So lovely Christmas cards. And yeah, I've seen that. It was really, um, yeah, it was, it was quite vibrant feel to it, and the band playing yeah. on the stage. Yeah, it was a quite a good band, actually. It was like a brass band, but, well, I don't know exactly what kind of band. There's a lot of brass in it. Uh-huh, there's a singer, can't there? There's a singer and stuff as well. A female singer, yeah, they sounded, they sounded pretty good. So that was, um, that was nice. Um, the, 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 I know people are starting to think about Christmas now. I'm a wee tiny bit behind with all my Christmas stuff on the website. I'm just starting to get up up now. But I have got a few things um, that there's going to be a Prosecco and Perfect Gifts Day at the Nancy Smiley Jewellery Shop. That's along um, at... 425 Great Western Road and then on that same block at 417 Great Western Road is Blair and Sheridan the designer jewellers absolutely beautiful shop and um, they're developed they've developed a whole lot since they, they opened there um, they, they took over the shop next door and they've got quite a few people working there now and most of their work was um, like commissions, you know, for wedding rings and um, engagement rings, and they, they do a lot of restyling. You know, people will take old jewellery and get you know, sort of chat to them about what they they would like it to look like and some have something modern. But they're now they are going to have more stock in the shop. So that people can actually go in Bruce. and pick something up. Right, okay. Yeah. So I haven't seen it yet, um, but I'm sure it will be up. I mean, they've already they've got some stuff in the shop, and they like pearls and some nice jewellery in cases that you can look at and buy. But they're going to have an awful lot more of that. So I think that's um, that's a good idea. So um, just to be mentioned, something that kind of tickled me lately was I got a press release sent through and it was for uh, from Didi Cuddy. She's a she lives in the West End and she's a writer and I knew of her because um she I got my sister uh, a wee book not so long ago and to send it to Canada because I knew she would enjoy it because it was about um tea cakes. Oh, yeah. And um the so it was all about um all about this and we stories. So the the, the the style of it is that um Dee Dee writes about something kind of Scottish and then she's wee stories about different people's take on it and so this new book she's got is um The Wee Guide to Porridge. So um, and apparently she's, she's got in it that Marion Faithful loves porridge All right. the last, the book about the tea cakes Catherine had said to me I think there's a story about Winston in this because there's a hairdresser and it's Winston there can't be that many hairdressers <laughs> called Winston so of course Winston um, cutting my hair for off and on for since I was a teenager so um, I think a lot of people would like that, be guide to porridge. So, I'm a fan of porridge myself. 
I know that. I eat it most days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's porridge is good for you, Jim. That's why you're such a big strapping lad. That's right. <laughs> for people that can't see me, I'm over six feet. Well built, looking very good looking. <laughs> That's <laughs> the boy. <laughs> the bodies you can't see is all that good. So, um, there's a there's a lot coming up this week. It's going to be a pretty busy week. Tomorrow, um, I am getting a lift. I'm going through to Falkirk because it's the funeral of Janet Priestley. Where I've mentioned Janet before, she was ill for a, a long time. She had cancer, and um, seventy. So she's fantastic writer and um, poet and so her her will be a massive massive funeral so I'm going through to that tomorrow if um, I'm feeling bright and cheery there's a film on tomorrow night in GFT that I quite fancy it's called Super November and it's a low budget film but it's supposed to be very good but something in it appeals to me because the main character is a Clydebank librarian. Alright. So. And what's that about? Well, it's about this Clydebank librarian. Right. It's a sort of love story. Right. Okay. Um, you'll have been in Clydebank Library often, being a Clydebank lad. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've been in that. Yeah. I used to go myself. In I fact, think as we a kid, went. I read most of the. You know, I can't remember exactly, but I think I read most of the kids' books that were aimed at my age when I was a kid. All the shelves, every shelf, every book in whatever shelf was appropriate, I'd read them all. I remember did thinking, you read them in the library? Or did you take no, them No, I think home? I took them out. I think I took them out. What was it, like Enid Blyton? I can't remember, to be honest with you. I think it was mostly things like boys' adventure type books, right. you know. <laughs> Safaris in Africa and stuff like that. It's a lovely library. I've been in it for a long time. It's a lovely. They've got a smashing um, wee museum thing in now. Um, That's that's sort of um, part of the the town hall just opposite the library. I took your dad there. Yeah, Um, I remember that. Yeah. So, anyway, I think that'd be. I'd actually. That film was on in the Dunoon Film Festival, which I could, had kind of hoped to go over to, but just um, didn't manage. And then also this week, I don't want to say too much about this because I feel it's news, so I'm not going to say um, the name of the person, but we've been invited to uh, by the Provost of Paisley to a civic reception on Wednesday night. And that's to announce the inaugural um, Tannehill Macker poet. Oh, right. So I'm not going to say the person's name because um, it's maybe going to be an announcement. Yeah, press, press release or whatever, an appropriate time. Yeah. So that's um, on Wednesday night. And um, a couple of things I'll just mention that people might be interested in that the said last week about the CCA has reopened, which is fantastic. So they're throwing a party. It sounds like quite a big affair. It's going to be on the 7th of December and 
I don't really recognise all the names, but um, it sounds as if it's going to be quite a night because I've got live performance, DJs, and then they've got an exhibition. So it's all happening. It starts at seven o'clock. It's on till three in the morning, and it's free. And is this related to them reopening? Yeah, this is the reopening part. No, Did I not say that? No, I missed out the vital part of the information. No, they're throw, they're throwing this party for um you know, and want to invite all people that usually go there and mm. local people. Um so it's a free event. Some of the actors the um there's somebody called Sarah Wilde and um Kubler Ross, Kukina Pavera and the exhibition or oh, there's something else another band called Poison the Relationship and then the um, exhibition, which will be there f- for a wee while, is called A Weakness of Reasons. So, that's on. And then um, the Scottish Queer International Film Festival, which is a very, very popular event, is starting on the 5th of December. They've got films in um, GFT and in the and in the CCA. All my Christmas stuff I'll going to kind of be prepared for next week and I'll give a shout out for a lot more Christmas stuff because people are starting to think about that. Uh, the one thing I'm looking forward to is, as I've mentioned before, Mother India opening at the Lansdowne. Yeah, so I, I think that'll be at the beginning of, mm-hmm. of December. And that's about it. Okay. I um your favourite West End place for this week is Do you know what um I might have said this before. Um but I was going to see my I was thinking about, you know, going to the other Italian restaurant and then I was thinking I've not been in Eusebius for a wee while. So I'm hoping to go along. I've not seen um because I'm not going to my writing class anymore, I've not been seeing um so much of Samina and um, Gillian. So I was thinking, because the three of us used to go to Eusebius almost every week, so I was thinking I'll give the girls a shout-out and we'll maybe pop along to Eusebius, which is the fabulous Italian restaurant yeah. in Delhi. I think it has been a previous uh, favourite West End place. Oh, it's still my favourite. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. Girls, double I'll suppose. get another. It's double, <laughs> double favourite. I'll get a... Um, I better start taking a note or I'll be repeating my favourites. How many favourites can you have? There's plenty of favourites you can have in the West End part. Okay. Just need to think hard. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let's see, what can I say? One thing I can say is that we've got a new car. Oh, yeah, we have. Big green Jaguar finally bit the dust or whatever. Didn't put it through the MOT because it was going to cost too much money. So that was a shame because we had that car for a long time. So we've now got a Citroen DS3, which is a lovely blue car. With a white roof. With a white roof, yeah, that's right. So there you go, that's the that's latest addition yeah, to the family. Great. I'm getting plenty of exercise. Getting in and out the two doors, if we've got, if we've got 
people in the, in the back. It's funny because we don't usually have that many people in and out. out the back. No, that's the thing. I don't think we've had many folk in the back of the car over the last year. But since buying that wee car, we've had it <laughs> people in the back every day. <laughs> <laughs> Including me, I was in the back. That's right, because mm-hmm. we went into uh, the borders, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And, and then we went over, went out last night, and it was John and Ryan. And um, I'll need to get out of the habit of standing outside the door. Yeah, well, there was the previous car, there was the automatic door thing on the key, didn't it work? So, and it was all connected with the alarm, so I had to open the door, turn the alarm off, and then I'll get you to open your door, mm-hmm. which meant you had to wait until I'd done all that. So now I'm standing outside. You're standing outside. <laughs> so now we've got a new car which has got the automated lock thing working fine, but you're still standing outside mm-hmm. waiting for it. So, but I think what we need to do is, that car, the, the, heater, the heater is very, very efficient, it's very warm, but it takes a wee while to kind of get going. Yeah. So I think you'll need to drive around the block a few times and then I'll know I can get in and I'll know it's warm. <laughs> that's right. I can't think of anything else that I've done. I mean, it's the last month or so has been busy with work. Not necessarily good busy, but hopefully next week, couple of weeks will be a bit better. Where have you been going at lunchtime? Are you still going to offshore or are you going to Tinderbox sometimes? No, mostly working in offshore in the morning. I have my lunch mm-hmm. in there. It's quite, it's quite a um, fascinating yeah. place to be. You know, it's the sort of same people who go in. Yes, and then I, well, actually, I didn't. I, I mean, because of so much work and because I know so many people in offshore, I haven't been. I wasn't getting in for a couple of weeks because I needed to work and I, I couldn't really afford the time to chat to people. But it was funny because I hadn't been for about a fortnight and then I went in whenever it was, I think it was Monday. And it was like everybody, you know, it was like I'd returned from some kind of, you know, overseas. Antarctic trek. Yeah, some sort of trek. Everybody was chatting away to me as if I was a long lost friend or something. It was very strange. You must have felt very, very loved. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, great, uh, no, great, man. Uh, Matt? No. no. I can't, I've got the worst memory. Come in to see you? No, no. My friend does the the uh, gold trading. What's his name, Pat? Mm-hmm. Brian. Brian, I, Brian, I'm his kind of computer tech, you know, so he had a problem with his computer. Couldn't get his email. So I fixed that for him, and then he brought me, he bought me my lunch. So, so that was quite nice. Well, tell Brian I was asking for him. Yeah. So that was quite interesting, just to see him back in there and seeing all these folk. That, that's why I have to avoid it now again because. <laughs> I know people know you're there, and then they people come in to see you. They come in, they get a wee bit of free. They think. I'll have a wee break from my work. Yeah, well, that's right. And they go to see you. That's right. And you're working and... It has become a problem in the past. So that's quite a good idea if you're very, very busy. Just work somewhere else. I go somewhere else. I can't tell you where it is just in case they turn up. (laughs) (laughs) 
not that you don't want to see your no, friends. No, it's not that I don't want to see folk. It's just now and again, you, I just need to go on with things. So see, it's not necessarily that I'm making a lot of money by working hard or anything. Sometimes it's a pain in the arse, but anyway, hopefully the next couple of weeks I'll... Because I need to get back to doing the, the songwriting stuff, which is my main goal for the next year. Okay, I'm going to make the dinner. Okay, thanks Pat right. for this week's Jim and Pat's West End chat. And okay. Thanks for everybody. Bye. For Thank Bye. you. And that's it. into another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End chat. I hope you enjoyed that wandering chat there. Uh, and if you did, I'll see you the next time. Bye for now.